Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Politi Babble. You're joined by me, Oliver Sykes, and... Archibald Elliot. Well, hello, Archie. Welcome back to another episode. How are we? I'm very good, Oliver. It's been quite a while since our uh, last recording, which actually, if, if you want to know a little tidbit, I forgot to send off to be published. So you've been waiting uh, four weeks without the la- without one, and it's six weeks since the last one was published. I do apologise. Uh, that is my fault. Definitely, and it's a lot colder this time, Definitely especially fault, outside and, and inside as well. Oh, yes, um, yes. So maybe... Our, our look has, has changed a bit because we were we were laughing how how warm it was in here last time and oh, yes. um, uh, but now they've actually fixed both the heating and air conditioning yes so it can be in theory just as warm as last time and outside is mm. absolutely bitter at the moment uh, but we did have a bit of technical difficulties so that's why you may have noticed a bit of crackly start with the, with the theme music playing outside uh, playing out of my mobile phone call it vintage yes yes um, but anywho. Archie, what are we going to be discussing today? And how how are you anyway? You've you've been away. You've been busy. How are things? And and, and yes, what what are we going to be be discussing? Well, what we're going to be discussing today is the the title uh, Oliver agreed upon of why the Labour Party was and always will be oh, no. a disaster. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I think um, I, I talked about this recently actually when I was like doing an interview on if I'd write an article. What, what would I write an article on? And I was going to... And this is mainly my main reason for discussing the topic of the Labour Party today in Politibabble, was because we haven't... It hasn't actually been a sole focus topic on Politibabble, I'm not aware of, and mainly because to the distaste of uh, uh, editor-in-chief, Archibald Elliott. Um, but yes, I, I thought it was important, as we see Labour continue to lead in the opinion polls, and are they really a, a you know a government fit in, in government in waiting? Are are they fit for for for, for government? The Labour Party, uh, by Archie's look on his face and his giggling, I don't think so. But as Sakia leads um, by 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 quite a way, we'll 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 see. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting and. I think um, Labour have been sort of giving their side to everything. And what is it? Labour lead on everything except Ukraine Ukraine policy at the moment. So, you know, we we shall see. And I think it's going to be interesting to focus on. But Archie, do you have anything to say first before we sort of... Or, or are you going to get us diving in there? Well, you, 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 you speak about Labour potentially being a government in waiting. But is there... Is it, is it really a government in waiting? Because... Yes, we can argue the government in waiting means a government that will likely come in, a, a party will likely flourish at the next yeah. election, but does it mean it's a good government in waiting? Is it actually a government that lives up to the name of a government in waiting, potentially? Because I don't see overly much difference between the Labour Party at present and the Conservative Party at present. You look at, for example, PMQs, which I watched one, not watched one for a while. Me neither. I watched no. yesterday's. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and you look at the responses over dispatch box, and it's no different to the first PMQs, really, I watched of Rishi Sunak yeah. and Keir Starmer when Rishi Sunak entered office. It was very much um, the, the sound bites have stayed exactly the same. And if you haven't, if you don't know me, I've gone on a bit of a news detox. 
So I've not been paying attention overly much to the news and, and the bits in between. But it's extraordinarily similar to the first PMQs, and I'll, I'll get to that now. You see uh, Rishi Sunak using similar sound bites. It's the same old Labour policies. Uh, they're, they're, they're here for something I'm here to lead. And then yeah. uh, Keir Starmer drones on uh, and moans on, sorry, I should yeah. say. Um, and we'll come to a different type of moan later. But moans on <laughs> about uh, the same old Tory politics. And I think, actually, it's extraordinarily... He, he, he doesn't speak properly in the House of Commons. We don't refer to Labour by nicknames for the Labour Party. We refer to them as the Labour Party. The Conservative Party is not called the is not called the Tory Party. It is a nickname, and in Parliament, where we should be using quite formal language, I always find it that Keir Starmer and others around him, even even you go up to uh, you, you go down sorry to the the, the, the Scottish National Party Nationalist Party, mm. they all are trying to associate Tory. As a slur word, almost. Yeah. They're trying to use the language against it. And I don't think the Conservative Party actually can identify anymore. At least, at least the current Conservative Party is heavily at odds to where the Tory nickname comes from. Yeah. There's the High Tory Party um, in centuries past, where it was strongly socially conservative. But this yeah. party is, yeah. is, is arguably more akin to the Liberal Party yeah. than the Tory Party. So I, I find it a, it's a very, very large misnomer. Well, notably, you notice when they ever give sort of big statements or their resignations or whatever, or they've, you know, come into Prime Minister, and obviously we've seen that a lot recently in the Conservative and Unionist Party, is that's what they say, isn't it? The Conservative and Unionist Party. They don't go, oh, we, me, Mr. Tory leader, you know, they don't really, they don't it's, really it's say, only come you know, about as more... Yeah. It is. The, 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 it has been. A, it has been a phrase. You know. It is. It, it, is, it is very yeah. historical. The phrase. Indeed. It's not just something that's been drawn out of the air in the past sort of twenty years or whatever. But it's, um, it's used, it seems to be used more now yeah. than it than it was before. When I was in Manchester yesterday, I saw a poster. It was regarding the strikes, and it was you know something to do with the. I think it was either the postal strikes or the NHS strikes. It's against a lamppost or against a, a, a bin or something, and it said, "Don't let the Tories ruin the North" or something like that. Um, I suppose uh, you know, and I thought, oh wow, I really am in the north, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, can't be shouting anything like we, I like Boris or something like that. But uh, but yes, um, one interesting thing before you probably ask me some questions or we discuss questions, um, is that West Street, West Streeting, is that his name? Who's the health sec- shadow health secretary for, yes. for Labour? He was going to be a viable op. op- option instead of maybe Angela Rayner to take over from Sakia when Beergate was going on and there was going to be no hope for Sakia. Um and I mean Sakia has done done quite a lot from the Corbyn days, hasn't he? You know, as as leader as he's taken over and he may, probably has made them more electable than they have been in the past, you know, under under Corbyn. Um but uh and, and I watched a Times video the other day of um, Sakir, it was like 130 minutes. Anyway, I'm I'm delving off. I'll probably talk about this later. But West Streeting was saying uh, uh, we have a plan for the NHS, which I know you probably uh, yeah, know about, yeah. and we have a plan. And it was about uh, non-dom tax status, and it was saying that we're going to use the money from that to build up our workforce. And they said, well, what happens if they just move away? 
want them to, you know, yeah. they, they move they, away. They, they don't. They, they still don't have. They, they don't have economics. The, the Conservatives at this current time don't have particularly sound economics. They don't have but, Archie. But they don't have it, sound economics. It's, it's more, we can agree it's, on it's that. More sound than Labour's economics. <laughs> it's not. It, it, Liz Truss. I see a bit of hesitance in your voice Liz, there. Liz Truss's economics wasn't sound money. <laughs> Rishi Sunak has to take the, 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 the reins over from that and still is Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Hunt of all people as Chancellor but it's more sound money than Labour and we, we, we look at you, you mentioned there I'll go to the key point first yeah, yeah. How, how he's moved on since the Corbyn days but he's even less inspiring I feel like I f- but I feel like Tony Blair and Gordon Brown are kind of doing the work as you were probably going to talk on later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon seems like he's the one really driving, mm. and he seems he's having a lot of chats and a lot of this and but a lot Gordon of that. Gordon Brown, Tony Blair, even if you look at Ed Miliband, yeah. Jeremy Corbyn, they all had a little something that, that, that was slightly more interesting than Sir Keir. He's very well, much, Gordon was a bit bland. He's very much a grey-haired establishment figure, if you will, but... You mentioned where the streeting's plan for the NHS, and yes, it's entirely not sound money at all. He gave no, in that 30 seconds, he gave a 30 second video, uh, if you saw what Labour published mm. on their Instagram of all yeah. places. He gave a 30 second video, it was very much nearly exactly the same headlines of what Rishi Sunak's coming out at the moment yeah, about yeah. the NHS. More doctors, we're going to add more doctors, we're going to add more nurses. What, Rishi what, already said that. What was it the other day? We're not building, we're not building 40 new hospitals. We're investing in forty hospitals. That was that yes. was that came out of who's the who's the health secretary now for the tour? I can't keep up. Um, f- oh, don't know, don't know the gentleman's name. I think it's a gentleman. I'm not entirely sure. Let me have a quick Google. Yeah, but the only difference was they said they're funded by the scrapping of the non-dom status. But once you've scrapped the non-dom status, who's to say those those, those non-doms aren't Steve going to Steve Barclay? Steve Barclay, yes. Who says they aren't going to move to a different country because they get the tax benefits of being a nom-dom it, it, it's it's utterly not sound money they may they may be there for a year for example when labor takeovers scrap the nom-dom status they may face tax for a year whilst they're trying to wrap up their business assets mm. in the united kingdom but they then i i imagine will probably leave and they said and and this is what the i think it was was it sky news or whoever i don't know lbc i'm not sure i think it was Sky. i can't remember anyway so, so, um, so Wes, um, how how much money are you actually going to get from scrapping the non-dom tax status? Oh well, oh, coming out with the same. We're sick. We're sick of the working class people having to constantly be thrown over by Tory policy. And uh, you know, I understand it. I understand where they're coming from. I don't, you know, I don't dispute the the non-tax. Uh, the non-dom tax status thing but what i'm saying is is it really a plan or is it an idea you know what i mean is it really a viable um alternative to 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 you know that's the one thing is you know is labor is how we, how they're going to fund it they they don't really know, they don't really know not like <laughs> do they they're just going to say exactly, we're scrapping the non-dom yeah. tax data. but what they're doing is oh we're getting more doctors this sounds oh everyone goes oh great yeah we we, we could do with this and then it comes but, to but, but the conservatives under issue yeah also say we'll get new yeah, doctors but yeah. they actually say we have we have increased the number of doctors they can say that because they have yeah no definitely and i th- and i think they've just gone oh Let's just say we're going to scrap the non-dom, you know, more more nurses, and then throw in 
We're going to use the money from scrapping the nom-dom tax datas, and that'll please everyone. That'll get everyone voting but it's, for it's re- us. It's really interesting. I'll come back to where's streeting from it. There's a very yeah, yeah. interesting thing I saw the other day on uh, where's where's streeting basically isn't overly, there's a critical of him, supporting the NHS. Yeah. Um, he seems to say, we won't build a healthy economy. He doesn't seem to say. He does say in an article, we won't build a healthy economy without a healthy society. So he's not wanting to improve our health service, in that quote there, yeah. to improve the health of our nation, to stop people suffering, to do what the health service intends yeah. to do, to help people's health. He wants to help people's health, not to help health for health's sake, but to build the economy. And I think that's that's not the right message he, at all. He, he says here that the BMA are mm. hostile towards... Uh, uh, Labour's NHS plans so that's that's convincing um, so, yes, and obviously I, the I'm nurses are going on strike today as well so I suppose Labour will be plugging their oh they were in, they were in PMQs yesterday yeah. but the thing is NHS pay in England yes it can be um, in, 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 it can have political involvement but it's set by an independent pay body which takes as Rishi Sunak said the, the, the politics out of pay yeah. So, I I I think again they're they're again attacking the wrong attacking the wrong place. It is extraordinarily hard to set public sector pay because if you increase the amount they're paid, inflation goes up, and will it make the problem worse for them? Will they actually have less money to spend on stuff in real terms? And that sort of is quite hard. But if we again we can, we can go to our the first question I have. Oh, you aren't. On is there really much difference? From, uh, is there really much difference between the Conservatives and Labour now that the Conservatives, at least in my view, and I can explain that if you want, have gone a bit soft? Um, I think I think the Conservatives are, are are the same. I think it's just the fact that you know we've accumulated the years that they've now been in power. You know, no, um, I mean the difference between the Labour and Conservatives. Oh, um, I don't know. I. I I'm not sure, really. Um, what What do you mean by too soft? They're they're they're, they're doing things to please rather than than yes, yeah. Uh, they they've gone very much. Interesting, if you look at the lines, <laughs> they they they're wanting to reposition themselves as Labour positioned themselves a few years ago. Yeah. And actually, not Labour positioned themselves a few years ago. I Labour have always positioned themselves and saying, we're the party for the working people. That's the, the the sort of message yeah. Yeah, right. that goes yeah. on within the Conservatives because they want to keep the red wall seats. Yeah. But they also then neglect their, what you could argue, Hardcore. the Conservative ho- yeah. ha- uh, heartlands, which are the home counties, where the Lib Dems pick up more seats. Yeah. And they're, they're, sort, they're sort of, they're positioning themselves with the party of the working people. They're loosening somewhat on social policy. Their economic policy arguably is extraordinarily liberal. So I argue the Conservative Party is more liberal than the Labour Party in Mm. in quite a lot of respects because their social policy is in the Conservative Party is relatively, I argue, not relatively, it is progressive. Yeah, I know it is. Their economic policy is rather liberal. It's more liberal than the Labour Party's economics. So I argue the Conservative Party is much more liberal than the Labour Party. Yeah. Funny enough, um, I, I want to b- 
bring up an M- I, do I still follow her on Instagram or whatever Zara Sultana your favourite Labour MP calling for now I thought this is unbel- like, unbelievable really this is radical socialism at its finest free school meals for all children in schools or was it just primary schools I'm not sure yes I think it's again targeted help works better than blanket help. Yeah. Because targeted help goes to the people who need the help. Means tested. Means tested. Yeah. They need the help, they get the help. I, 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 I can't really see the case for blanket help to people who don't simply need it. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Yes. But again, it's coming back to this, 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 this idea between the Conservative Party and Labour having almost such extraordinarily similar policies. You see the NHS, they're both coming out with very similar lines. Effectively, what I see the next election is you get a slightly more woke party, which is Labour, with slightly, not slightly, with worse um, social policies Mm. and worse taxation. But the same other stuff appears to be the same lines being parroted. So, but do we need a break from the Tories and, you know, a couple of years of maybe for you and, and your fellow Tories, a few years of Labour failure to bring back the Tories stronger than ever. Oh, it, it may bring us back stronger than ever, having a few layers of Labour failure, yeah. if that's what happens. If that's what you or believe, I'm not saying that... I'm not, I'm not forecasting yeah, Labour yeah, yeah, failure, course, I don't know. I think their, I think their um, constitutional reform that they're looking at, I'm... I'm oh, we, we, yeah, we'll get on to that, that. yeah. No, I, I, I think... <laughs> Playing out of the Tony I Blair I, I, playbook. I, I, if it was five years of Labour failure, I, I certainly wouldn't want it. No. Because the social policy would be detrimental to the country. You believe so? Yes. Uh, give give us an example of things that you would not be too pleased about. Not too pleased about? <laughs> well, if you think about it, the leader of the Labour Party can't define a woman. Yes. Can't define a woman. What does that tell you for the rest of the social policy? You you look, they may take a similar line to Scotland with self-ID laws. All of these laws, I, I believe, are detrimental. Uh, we then look at... Cons- Labour failure with uh, the aren't economy. Aren't the Conservatives still looking at ID? Uh, then no, self-ID. Yeah. I, 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 I think their, their social policy won't allow them to go that far. There would be there would be literal uproar okay, if, yeah. if it did go like that. In a second, would you be able to look at how Zara Sultana's uh, bill bill played out or whatever motion it was? Oh, yes, yes, I should yeah. take a look at that. Thank you very much. Uh, and the economic side of Labour yeah. means more taxation. Mm-hmm. And it further better critical... public services for working class people. Not, not May necessarily. I... <laughs> not necessarily. If the money is wasted, it makes they no don't, difference. They don't do that. It that's, makes your, no that's your department. It, make, it makes no difference. So, simply, the, the taxation doesn't make a good policy. People should have more money in their pockets to decide themselves what to spend it on, arguably. Um, and, and we look at those policies. It's not particularly akin to a happy five years. Thankfully for those five years, if they do happen, I'll be at university and I, I, I won't have a tech status in the UK. Mm. I won't have to work necessarily in the UK. So I have that sort of benefit. I, can, I, I don't have to put up with the Labour government. How long will you... Sorry, totally random. How long will your course be at university? Is it three years? Depends is... where it is. Oh right, does it? Oh right, it could okay. be three or four years. But if you did a master's after, what, you, are you, you hoping you, to you, do that? Uh, I, I, yeah. I've no, I've no, no idea. idea. You just let, see how life takes you, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, go but, for but it. But it's it's extraordinarily hard to. It, it's harder to reverse these things than you may think, and it may take another five years to properly reverse yeah. them. And especially the constitutional reform to our country yes. 
is extraordinarily detrimental. It's even worse than Tony Blair's House of Lords action. Was it 97 or 99? Uh, 99, I believe. Yeah. But, uh, you, I believe. Yes. Could be wrong. I should know that. Um, but yes, um, it, it's it's interesting times, isn't it? Um, and, and I just don't think that the, the apart from they're looking at what Labour would alternatively do, and they are doing a lot more interviews with Sakir and all this kind of business, but are we really looking at how how Labour Party would perform? Are we really, you know, are we just going to go, oh, you know what, they just, we need we need alternative, or do we not, do we need to stick with what we've got and give the, the, the Conservative Party time to to sort of, um, well, maybe maybe do a, a Miss Moan and step away and regather yourself. Well, I, I, I would come back with the good Conservative Party slogan under Theresa May of strong and stable, but unfortunately with the Liz Truss tobacco, I can't exactly <laughs> say strong and stable because we have almost turned out like the, uh, the, the, the continents where there's never, in the 60s, 70s, when we proclaimed our strong leadership, and you think Prime Minister's mm. past... Six and thirty years, if that is, we we had many many years very stable leadership, and we didn't say end in the same fate as the many many French republics after World War Two, mm-hmm. nor the Italians who had who went through prime ministers uh, like prime ministers were quite literally going out of fashion. Um, so, I I I still think we would be better under the Conservatives. I don't think the Conservatives are doing a particularly wonderful job at the moment. I think there's lots they can improve on. Yeah. But we are better under the Conservatives than under Labour, I think would be my main motto. Okie dokie. Um, one thing I wanted to, to say was, seen as Britain's best ministerial communicator under Boris, I've forgotten his name, Tran- who was Transport Minister? Grant Shapps. Grant Shapps. Grant Shapps, did you see him the other day at the Select Committee? Being quite uh, rude, perhaps it might be noticed. I, I haven't paid attention to the news. I okay, no, you're not. You're just not. Okay, thought you might have watched. I don't know a bit of BBC Parliament or something. That's not particularly news, is it? Or uh, no, I, no. I, I, I'd be on detox. <laughs> okay, and and you feel better for it. We were talking about this earlier, but, yes, but I thought it'd the, be the, interesting. The thing to... is, it's much like uh, the, the difference in news over the past six weeks is much like the difference between Labour and Conservative. Mm-hmm. Extraordinarily menial. Apart from the news uh, is obviously more similar than the Conservatives and Labour, and the news hasn't got worse. Yeah. Um, anyway, he was at Select Committee, and he was talking about they whatever documents they'd had at the Select Committee, and it was about um, you know having the third fastest growing GDP or whatever in the in the what do you call it? What do they call it? I'm not very, I'm I'm not very good at my remembering skills today. G7. That's yes. it. Anyway, and the person from the select committee says, well, uh, he he goes, Grant Shapps goes, oh, the the select committee guy goes, well, give me the evidence of that and I'll have to write to you or whatever. Anyway, he says, he the select committee chair or whatever goes, well, I'm asking the questions. It's not a debate here. You're interrupting me. And and Grant Shapps goes, oh, I, thought, I thought it was a debate. Uh, it's not really a debate. You're being questioned. It's an investigation. You know, it's kind yeah, of an investigation. You, it's not an investigation. Well, it's, under it's what you've descri- described. If Grant Shapps doesn't know where exactly the evidence is, but he knows the facts, it is perfectly proper for the minister to say, I shall write to the committee 
with the proper detail because you can't you can't you can't make stuff up to a select committee. Yeah, no, you can't. No, well, a select committee is kind of an investigation. It's it, not an investigation. It's not an no. investigation, but they are investigating into. But, they they are kind of in, but, you know, the select business, committee are it's, it's, it's inquiry. It's in it's which select committee was it? Um, let me have a look. Um, but yes, I can comment on this, this Zara Sultana, um, the bill which is putting forth. And I think it's it, it, they might as well just ex- expand the provision for free school meals under means-tested methods. Um, Firish overall, Labour MPs fiery clash with business secretary branch shops in Labour, uh, of course. Bristol North. Don't know what select committee it was. It'd probably be um, a, a, some sort of. Back bit, backbench business committee, probably something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got, I got it here. Uh, we obviously, you see, we do our. Oh, is, is, yes, it's the, it's the business, energy, and industrial strategy. Oh, it's him. Ah, yes. I, 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 Darren I, I, Jones. I, 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 I can see why. Why? Yes. Uh, sparks flew, apparently. Uh, oh, but of course, they were sensationalised in media. Yes. Yes. Ah. Oh. I hope that might be an exam question for me in my politics. Uh, something to do with the I mean, media. He just accused Jones of being selective with the data he used. Yes. Um, Which he probably was. So, so Zara Sultana, did you? I mean, and she had, he hadn't come with the brief uh, about that because it wasn't on the range of issues he wanted to discuss at the committee. Um, right. Yes. Um, did because, you get... uh, arguably, uh, yeah, no, sorry, arguably, um, the, uh, arguably, I suppose the, the, the this this inquiry of the economy is more, I suppose, for the Treasury Select Committee, you'd think, uh, rather than the uh, Business, Energy and Industrial yeah. Strategy Committee. Uh, Zara Sultana, yes, I think it's just better to surely improve the the means tested availability if mm. there's a problem. Um, because it depends how much government money it will, co- it will cost. It's not. It's not exactly uh, very clear. Yeah. So if we move on to as I'm, we we discussed a bit earlier. Uh, will it even matter who's in power, uh, my, Oliver? What, what do you think it would matter who's in power? Not particularly. Um, I, I mean, we're sort of swaying at the moment. It's clear in the opinion polls, unless you don't believe the opinion polls, that people want. A Labour government, um, so I don't think I don't think it, I don't think it will matter too much because. Um, so, you know, so if it doesn't matter, you would you you wouldn't see any problem with the Conservative government staying in power. Um, I mean, I would I would pr- probably prefer. Um, I, I'd probably prefer maybe at the moment a, la- a Labour a Labour government. Not that I don't disagree with some of the the principles of of the Conservative Party, um, but I believe at the moment. That, that the way the the Labour the, the Conservative Party have conducted themselves of recent times, that they're not the most suitable, just just for the moment. Interesting, uh, but that's just my viewpoint. So, I am entitled to that view. <laughs> Archie doesn't seem too too pleased. No, no. Uh, um, but... See, see, I uh, the only part I, I I have more concern over is taxation. Mm-hmm. And that's impact on the 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 economy, and also their social policy. Yeah. Uh, but 
Honestly, so long over here, it thankfully doesn't affect overly much. Well, yeah, that's um, that, I can wish for whatever I want because it's not going to affect if uh, I stay uh, on course. the Isle of Man. So, so, so as long as the champagne usually doesn't yeah. change, I'm going to say like, it's all jolly fine. I mean, with Isle of Man, we'll still have our same conservative drizzle we always have. So. Well, it, we, drivel, the, drivel, the, I meant. The only, uh, the only problem we have here is we're impacted when things like VAT change yeah. on taxation or when duties change, alcohol, fuel yeah. and such. So Which does have quite yes. a big impact, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yes, it does. But we, we see actually there was duty cut for things like champagne, actually. Mm. Uh, and other much sorts of your, things. So yes, that, that, that was that was a very good one. I I, I shall have to quote Boris here. I couldn't. I, I actually couldn't tell you the price of milk, but I could tell it's you. Going the up. It's going I, up I in could, January. I could tell you the bottle, price of a bottle of champagne. I think I think it's going up five, ten, fifteen p in January, which is p, quite. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how much. Let's have a look. Well, I know stamps on the Isle of Man. They're obviously they I, are because I use stamps. Uh, they're going up to eighty pence, seven pence up from or eight already, pence up from seventy two pence. They're already expensive. They're still cheaper than UK second cl- first class. Sorry. Cost of so in July of 2022, it says the cost of producing milk on the island jumps by 60 percent. Isle of Man Creamery says it needs to pay farmers more for each liter of milk, and I think the milk over here is. So, are you, do you like? This is the thing. You're not a fan of the cheese. Do you like the milk over here, or do you get Cravendale from Shop Down Road? <laughs> if you know what, if you know what Cravendale is, I, I, are you I, more of a Ye or Valley kind of yes, guy? Yes, Ye or Valley. Yeah, ye yeah, organic, you see. Yes, yes yeah. obviously. Yeah. But but I say price of milk's going up. Price of champers has roughly stayed the same since last year. Uh, actually, there was a good deal on in Shoprite. Actually, of all places, uh, there's <laughs> five pounds better uh, than the competitors of Tesco's or um, M&S for a, for a bottle of Bollinger. So, actually, I say. Buy champagne, not milk. You can't have it in your tea, but you can drink it instead of tea. You can have it with your breakfast, yes. maybe. Have it with your cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> have it with your Weetabix. Have a bit of champagne. Well, as Churchill said, a pint of champagne is perfect for two at lunch and one at dinner. Yes. So, yes. Gordon Brown, uh, uh, ah. one of our last points here. Um, Gordon Brown and the Constitutional Commission. What do you think, Oliver? Um... I think that the the House of Lords. I mean, I don't know what your viewpoint is on it, but I think I think the House of Lords has has a, as a as a as a sort of secondary upper upper chamber. I think it's it should it should remain um, it should always be there as a, as an oversight. But I mean, look at the the people that we have in the House of Lords, and we have people who have specialist background. We have people who have lots of experience uh, in their field. Um, and I think that that's something that you don't get with MPs. Um, and you wouldn't get that with perhaps an elected person. You know, you've got to look at MPs and a lot of them are very similar and similar backgrounds and similar studies and stuff like that. But in the in the House of Lords, you get people rep from charities all sorts you know and uh, they represent sporting bodies they represent this they represent that and i think that's important rather than being just accountable for the people for your that's that's my that's my sort of um argument for for keeping it the way it is but i do believe that we need to potentially be more progressive and have an elected chamber but the downside is that we won't we won't have the same sort of oversight function as we have. Mm. And people might just say, well, I don't know, really. What's the point in the House of Lords if we have it as an elected chamber? Why don't we just do more oversight, more scrutiny in the House of Commons? 
Well, yes, I, I, I suppose it, it is a very good point. I mean, if we end up in an elected upper chamber, we might end up like the US Congress, yes. where the Senate quite literally can shut off legislation. Because you yeah. could argue a second elected chamber has a mandate just as much as the Commons does. Yeah. Um, but going into what you said about the Lords, it is a bit like a chocolate selection box, really. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's a sort of you've got some fruity ones in there. Some are good, some are awful. Hard. You've got um, some. But yeah. I think personally, the House of Lords was wrecked by Tony Blair yeah. when he removed all but ninety-seven of the of the hereditary peerages. Yeah, because you believe so. I do, yes. Because actually, if you look at something like the monarchy, mm-hmm. if the person is brought up to play a role in the secondary chamber. Mm. Why not have someone who's trained for that? Why, but who's why... trained to scrutinise legislation and trained to really have that oversight role? But, but, but why, if you're going to have 97 of them still, why keep them all or don't have any, basically? Yeah, no, that's you know what I, I mean? I don't yeah. see why they reduced yeah. it to 97. And yeah. they, they elect some. Probably because he um, was elected. Maybe he thought, well, he, he can't get rid of them all. I was elected in 1997, so I'll keep 97. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but, but, but I, I, I think, honestly, that ruined the upper chamber absolutely ruined up a chamber because you have people who want then favours and all of that but hereditary peerages it's really there it's a service to the country yes um, I'm not leaving I've just got a bit yeah. chilly so I'm putting no, that, that, that's, that's me on, a, uh, on, on, on two points uh, following but um, is it yes but, but I think I, I, I think it was a it's a bad decision and we said look at who they got to chair the commission Labour uh, got to chair the commission Gordon Brown the man who hasn't won a mandate from the public who, who is resigned? Elected, who resigned? Who, who resigned because he lost an election? And 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 who was he? He's the last person to uh, lead the conservative, uh, lead the, the Labour Party in power, and he caused the economic. And he got voted out. And you look at what Keir Starmer bangs on about on the Labour Party, on the Conservative Party. Sorry, mm. he bangs on about unelected officials. He bangs on about donors having influence. He bangs on about people without a mandate influencing politics. Yet, what does he have in his own party? He goes and hires someone and makes them chair a commission who conclusively has no mandate, who was voted out. And I, I think that, 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 that really shows the, the hypocrisy within the Labour Party. Yeah. And I think, and this is another reason why I brought up the Labour Party, I was discussing with it with... Um, some family a few weeks ago who were members of the Labour Party, who uh, I, I, I think are no longer are, and if they were, do stand in local elections or whatever, will stand as independents. Um, and they they said that um, that you know there's there there is a lot you know comparable to the Conservative Party in terms of the 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 I don't want to say the fights, but the you know the the, the 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 raucous and everything that goes on within the Conservative Party is sort of comparable to the Labour Party in terms of the tox toxicity toxicity is that toxicity? Well, yes, yes, but you know, I, I think it's um, on one front because the Conservative yeah. Party has sort of lost its sort of central spine yeah. of a party um, and sort of devolved into these. It always had these groups, um, but now there's so many cor- factions. But I, but I think they need the unity between one party and it needs to have a clear idea of what it wants. I would say the Labour Party are more unified 
at the moment than the con- oh you you no no Keir Starmer has arguably uh, split the Labour Party more some people on the left will vote for Keir Starmer purely because they dislike the Tories even more uh, much like how I vote for the Tories because I or the Conservatives because I dislike Labour um, but he he upsets many of those on the left of the party uh, and you look even it, it, it he for example he wants to remove the charitable status on private schooling. If you look at something like that, which may sound great electorally, for it's actually to be achieved is rather hard because you look at the what a private school is. It is a private institution that provides education. What is a university? A private institution that provides education. And they both charge tuition fees. Mm. So in, in yeah. law, it's quite hard to distinguish between the status of a university under tax and the status of a school under tax. They both provide the same service. They both provide charge tuition fees why is it fair to have to pay for university and you can't pay for schooling it, that, that means the mm. argument doesn't make sense though. yeah surely more people go on to university though that come from a public school background than but they the, might know, just because they're, 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 if you look at it they their parents pay the fees each year mm. they can pay university fees so that may be one reason but if you, <laughs> you look at it if they choose to if someone chooses to send their child and pay for their education what's wrong with it Mm. It was funny yesterday, actually, when I was at my uh, interview, and they said about, oh, you know, you're paying a lot of, you know, parents are paying a lot of money to come here, and I thought to myself, gosh, I'm from the Isle of Man, aren't I? I'm, aren't I lucky? <laughs> well, yeah, but again, if you don't know, in the Isle of Man, they pay for, yes. is it half your, is it half? Is it? Half? Oh, I, I, don't I don't. They know, pay a considerable amount to the government towards your, your fees, but and apparently due to the cost of living crisis, that they'll be making it more, or the 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 uh, grants and everything will be. Uh, Alex Arnson, the Treasury Minister, did say that they'd be making it more sort of um, but accessible. But lots of people, lots of people especially I've seen the UK media, uh, Sky News, when they did their piece on Baroness Moan and they, they, they came over to the island, did make it clear we're a self-governing mm. island. And w- they wondered why people here don't seem to really care about Baroness Moan because it's not our money being spent. Yeah, no. I can understand exactly why people in the UK may be outraged. But people here... I don't see that that caused out. Yeah, I think there is a lot of confusion, you know, that we are a crown dependency, that we are, you know, we, 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 we govern ourselves. We may care uh, here on Political about the, the Westminster system and talk about Westminster yeah. politics, but we also have obviously rooted in Isle of Man politics, obviously. Oh, uh, indeed, yes. indeed, indeed. Yes. So, we Labour... Can, we just rant about everything, really. We, we do, yes. So my, my final saying will be, Labour will basically make everything woke, everything awful, increase the tax and make life unbearable. So I shall might as well pack up now, leave to the Outer Hebrides. Actually, no, because that's actually still under the control of Scotland and thus the United Kingdom. Maybe I should pack off and move over to the Falklands. It was sad to see, mm. keeping on to Scotland, it was sad to see um, Sir Ian Blackford... Uh, resign as um, Westminster leader of the Scot- of the SNP. I, I'm not a fan of the new one. You're not. No, no. He was very good, though. I thought he was very good when he was speaking. He was very get like he was. But, but last, I thought as last a speaker, PMQ, I thought he was very good. But, but last was, PMQs, he referred to Scotland's health service, not all of this, and he referred to what was happening in England as the UK prime minister. But the UK involves Scotland. Yeah. UK policy on health doesn't involve Scotland. Well, it, it's all sort of it's devolved powers and health. Uh, so I don't, I, I, I don't particularly like his language. He seems to be quite divisive, and he seems also, obviously, be very set on Scottish independence. Well, of course he would be. So, um, oh, and sorry, I said last point, but 
One thing, Oliver, do you think Labour will do a Cromwell and ban Christmas? Ban Christmas? Yes. I don't think so, no. Well, if if you look at it, uh, you could look at what the, the wokeness that inflicted on the uh, civil service. And they're told not to call their Christmas parties Christmas parties. They're taught to call them festive gatherings. And that some managers took it upon themselves to, if one person on the team didn't drink, maybe for religious reasons or they just didn't drink, that no one else could drink. No, that's bizarre. That's Oh, but... Banning, but is that that is it's sort of it's going round very Cromwellian lines mm, with no yeah. sort of fun and happiness um, and jollity which goes along yeah. with Christmas. Well, I do feel quite Christmassy. You have got a red bow tie on. Uh, yes, it's, yeah. not not Christmas. It's I think it's Paisley or something. It was bitterly cold yesterday morning when I was walking through Manchester. Um, from I started off in the airport and then did I get the airport tram and then oh it was just so lovely and Christmassy and the just the lights and just the the I think the sky at the moment so because of the mm. the coldness there's hardly any clouds and I think it's going to be really icy tonight it was just there's like a sparkling on the floor from the iciness and just everywhere so the Christmas markets in Man- even though none of them were open oh some of them were can't anyway it's just a nice. I think it's because it's cold and we're all drinking hot drinks. Maybe we're not. Uh, but it's just it's lovely. I do feel quite Christmassy-ish. It's hard to well, define when you're Christmassy. Today, we, 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 at home, we have... Uh, our, our Christmas lights, they've gone missing this year. We, we can, <laughs> any box we can find is a box of 2,000 Christmas lights. And we don't we really want to use 2,000 Christmas lights. So we made a trip down today to the place that is being q and guess what? No Christmas lights, no, oh. Chris, no Christmas stock, nothing Christmas at all. Guess why? Why? The commercial Christmas already ended. Because apparently people buy all their stuff and put their trees up and everything so early now that on the 15th of December, when this is being recorded, it, all Christmas stuff has gone to clearance. Wow. It's, 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 it, it, to me, it shows uh, the, the derogation of Christmas. It's all... It's all being consumerized and corporatized. That's true. And I, but, I, that's I, like, but that's like everything, Archie. Everything. Yes. Um, Easter eggs will be going on it's the shelf awful. on, on, on the 26th. It's, it's absolutely awful. I've already um, seen cream eggs yeah. in the, in the oh, local dear. garage. A white cream egg, in, in fact. Uh, um, so, so yes, I, I do actually here have to lay the blame at the door of capitalism. Wow. Of places. Archibald. I do, yes. I, I have had to. It, 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 is, it is awful how our world has almost... It sort of has these wonderful things like Christmas, like Easter, all of these things, which are tradition yeah. and are traditional things. And we've sort of augmented it yeah. to purely mean material objects and everything commercialised. It's, it's awful. I do think that, you know, with independent places and people that, you know, independent retailers and all sorts, small businesses and stuff mm. like that, I, I, do supp- I, I do believe that... But let's take things like Costa, for example. You know, prices of drinks are going up um, and mm. stuff like that. But when you go to an independent coffee shop or hairdresser or wherever, you do get that personalised treatment. That and under say, a it cap- doesn't cost as much. Obviously. Yeah. Ob- obviously. Um, not obviously. Um, what's, the, what's the other word? Interestingly, it doesn't yes. cost as much. Because if you think about it, Costa... They seem to push the drinks to their price and they just, oh, they call it inflation. But I'm very sorry, the, the margins they must make on drinks mm. is insane. They don't need to pass all of that cost over to the consumer necessarily. Mm. Um, but 
it it just it loses any sort of tangible aspect, uh, tangible sort of feeling. And we even see shops now opening on Sundays and all of that, yeah. uh, and them not closing over the Christmas period and all all of that. Yeah. And you still get independent businesses where they say, well, from Christmas Eve till after the New Year, we're shut. Yeah, and that's what because I like. It's downtime and it's good. they work. Yeah, you know that they're, they're, they're yeah, but so I did have a cost today, which is quite poor of me. Really, I should have maybe gone to the. I didn't actually have. An, I was on the go. I was on. But let's take this for example. Their price of the drinks quite high. I don't. Is it? I don't know. It used to be that well, small drink. Years, so, it yeah. was probably two pounds something. But I did get a large thing anyway. It was cold. I needed warm warm drink. Anyway, I did it on the app because you can do it. So I didn't spend any time with a cashier. I did it on the app, and it was collect and go kind of. I was stood around for a few minutes trying to get it, but. So technically, for me to have a more expensive drink, yet a few years ago it would have been cheaper. I would have spoken to someone face to face. It should have, cost, know, should have cost cost them more. Because, because basically now I've just all that someone's had to do is get a cup, put whatever's in there. You know what I mean? It's not. I've not. I've not been. I, I'm takeaway, so it's not like I've got cutlery or I've got a. You know, they've got to wash it. You know, there's extra, and I think they do. I think some places it's it's more expensive to sit. You know, if you get a takeaway, it's because it's like you know you're not filling a table, you're not doing this. I think but, the fact that you, yeah. you get that off if you're doing it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, and I did see this online and um, support your local businesses. I'm going to hopefully maybe um, pop down over Christmas, see what I can maybe last minute presents or whatever. And I think the thing is nice. I think you get more. You definitely get that more, and it's the contact and everything as well. People are tenderly friendlier well, in you, independent you look, places and stuff. I've never known, for example, here, apart from a short time where there's a fabulous farmer's market, but greengrocers, mm. they're gone from the high street uh, in most regard, and even butchers yeah. are on the decline. And they it's, are, yeah. it's quite a shame to see because... I mean, you never find you in a butcher, probably. <laughs> no, not at the moment, know. no, no. Uh, but, but I think it's, 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 it's a shame... To see people yeah. just we were almost forced into going to a supermarket, and as Boris said in a in a documentary he made, we all uh, tie the onions round our neck and pretend to weep at the decline of the greengrocers, and weirdly really we're happy at the one stop shop. But no, I I I, I much pref- I'd much prefer not having a one stop shop and going round to collect all the goods from a variety of shops. Oh wow! I I think it's it's much more you you have a connection, then the greengrocer knows you. It's yeah. this, this personal, tangible aspect, which is, I think, so important to human life. And potentially they may know you like green beans and there's lovely green beans that come. It's like set some aside for you. It's like a sweet shop, isn't it? Yes. You know, you, like, I always remember that if I ever go oh, yes. in, if I ever went into a sweet shop. It's that. I don't know. And they know you. They, picking, they know, and it's they picking know out what you want and it's deciding. Yes. And it's yeah. whereas think, there's one store actually important, yeah. the good health health store. Oh, right. Yeah. And again, is is independent business, and mm. it's quite nice because you know the people, and mm. the people know you. That that sort of aspect of human connection, I think, is very important. Yes, so very interesting there about about um, about the role of independent businesses, really, and how Archie's quite opposed to sort of capitalism in that aspect. Anyway, we'll move on to our thought experiment, which we were supposed to do a couple of episodes ago. Uh, or maybe it was the last episode, and I wanted to do it because I actually read through Archie. Well, I didn't read through it, but I sca- skimmed through and saw uh, Eating Tiddles, which is number 57 in the thought thought experiment. What's the book called, Archie? Um, 99 Ways to... No, oh. 
something. Does the pig, uh, the pig that wants to be eaten in 1999 yes. has a thought experience? Okay. So, eating tiddles. Waste not, want not, was Delia's motto. She had a great respect for the thriftiness of her parents' generation. People who had lived through the war and most of their lives with relatively little. She had learned a lot from them. Skills virtually no one her age had, such as how to skin a rabbit and make a tasty, simple dishes from offal. So when she heard a scream of brakes one day outside her semi-suburban, sorry, outside her suburban semi in Hounslow, and went outside to find that Tiddles, the family cat, had been struck by a car. Her first thoughts were not just of regret and sadness, but practicality. The feline had been bashed, but not run over. In effect, it was a lump of meat just waiting to be eaten. (laughs) The pungent meat stew her family sat down to, to that evening was a kind of not found on many British dining tables today, but Delia's family was used used to eating cuts of meat that were no longer fashionable. She told her husband what had happened and, of course, had, all, had always been direct with her children. Still the youngest Maisie, still the youngest Maisie, ate reluctantly and cast her, and cast her mother occasional accusing glares over her steaming bowl. <laughs> Delia was sympathetic, but the child surely had no reason to think she had done anything wrong. And this is the source, yeah, yeah. Affect Culture and Morality, or Is It Wrong to Eat Your Dog, by Jonathan Haidt, Sylvia Helena Cole, and Maria G. Deas in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. So, Archie, I yep. suppose the real question is, should we eat any cut of meat, really, isn't it? I, I think for, for that there, that was absolutely fine. I, I think that was in, entirely justified. I there's, think... no, there's no difference, really, to eating... A piece of beef, or uh, let's say um, pheasant, or wood pigeon, or game birds, <laughs> or duck, or, or duck, or yeah, goose, rabbits, uh, yeah. or rabbits, and just eat a cat, or yeah. a dog. It's, it's, if you think about it, in India they wouldn't eat a cow because the cow is sacred. Yeah, but really, the the, the, the actual the morality of it is no different to what the animal is. It's just as moral to eat a, uh, a dog as it is to eat a cat, and provided yeah. that cat was healthy and wasn't parasite infested or had some sort of weird grotesque disease then i would then i'd say it's that there's no problem with it yes definitely um yeah it's yeah it's it's essentially roadkill at the end of the day and um it's better than shooting the you know it's it's better than just leaving it and burying it in the ground i'd say what a waste yeah, most definitely. So that was I. I enjoyed that uh, thought problem. Hopefully, we will do another one. Yeah, what what do you think, time. Oliver? Do you think it was? Um... I th- completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat cats, but you know. I, it's not, why it's do like... we? Why do we eat chicken? Things well, why of... do I eat chicken? You don't. You don't eat meat, do you? Uh, no, 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 not at present. No. No. I have no idea. If you ask me why, I, I honestly at this time couldn't give you a single answer. Yeah. Um, but it's things like. Would you ever liver, consider? Pro- m- yeah. Potentially. If but... someone put it on a plate in front of you, would you? <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 I it depends. Yeah. Really, yes. But if you think about it, things like tripe, things like liver, things like tongue, they've all sort of gone out of fashion. But actually, I think they should come back into fashion. Yeah. Because they're entirely... Resourceful. Resourceful, <laughs> great bits of meat. What's wrong yeah. with it? Yeah. Uh, it's sort of all this gristle is actually good for you. Um, and and mm. people sort of all just want packaged I mean, we... processed meat that's in a supermarket. Yeah. 
I say go down to your local butcher and ask for a cut or ask what they recommend. Would if you you're say a dish. so? Would you so say no, that's that much better? You'd say butchers like stuff from butchers is probably better for you. Then would you? Well, than, uh, whether yeah. it's better for you or not, yeah. it's supporting your local business. It's a dying, it's a dying oh. trade, and more likely it's from that's a local local farm. Yeah. Or if you know a farm, uh, less food far- miles, better. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There you are. Exactly. And you might find pieces uh, uh, pieces of meat or meat you wouldn't usually buy. You might find that they do locked and lamb over here. And apparently, mm, there's yeah. a lovely it's the the leg of lamb's lovely marbled effect. From oh there, yeah, well that's very uh, Lockton's yes. very well regarded cut of meat. Can you find that in a supermarket? Less likely. No. Or, or well, Isle of Man meats. You know exactly, they are doing. Yeah. They've got their meats mm. in Tesco, and that's quite remarkable. But, uh, again, but yeah. I, I still think butchers supports a, again a yeah. local business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you may find things like pheasant or wood pigeon or, or those, those sorts of things. <laughs> mm. Well, is there anything else you you want to, to cover? Well, we've covered generally the Whitehall Christmas parties already. Yes. We've covered the coverage of Moan, where the media just keeps on moaning on. Led by Donkeys and Sky News have been on the Isle of Man recording coverage. You might have seen the Led by Donkeys potential van with a trailer with a massive TV uh, they, screen previously. They, they called brought, the government a waste of yeah, money. They brought the TV screen over and they had it driving around the prom, up the mountain... Uh, Douglas Head, where we are located, we may see them this evening driving past. In are they fact. here what, today? No, I think yeah, it must have. Gone, it was yeah. probably age. Well, it couldn't have been that long ago because the moans got. Well, it's been going on a while, but it's only broke out again recently since she um, asked for leave or whatever from mm. the House of Lords. But yes, um, so yes, I think that can. Unless you have anything else. Oh, census results. That was interesting oh, to see yes. that we're less than fifty percent of a. We're not. Yeah. No, we're not. We're 75 or whatever, <laughs> silly. Whatever. You definitely check that off in case I was going to bring it up. Oh, well, it was but, 67. But the UK, we're, 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 the we're UK now are, in fact, less than 50% Christian. I, I think it's, it's not good. We, we've always we've lost sort of the, the culture as, as a country. Uh, and I, I think, it, it, it again, it's, it puts down... I, I, I think the media has a large role to play in it. As I'm sure we, we shall go on to discuss. We have an episode which you want to do. Uh, we need to line it up with oh. re- religion. I've just hit the mic. Silly mic. Oh, uh, you've yeah. got it lined. Oh, we've, we, we, we need to have it lined up. Are yes. you, you're still hoping to yes, go? Yes, indeed. They're up for it then. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, we should hopefully have a guest soon, guys. So that's very interesting yes. uh, to be confirmed so very more, soon. More on that later. More on that later. Well, um, if shall I have a quick look at Alaman News or not? Or Well, I think oh, well, that, sh- that concludes our, our wonderful podcast that uh, is... The Politibabble Podcast. We're moving, moving out onwards and upwards into the cold winter nights uh, in the Isle of Man. So, yes. Sorry about the technical uh, difficulties we had today, but bear with us. Thank you very much. We've been Politibabble. Goodbye.